Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 52. Today's date is 2-12-2024, 6 p.m. We got the whole gang here. Mike's here. Terry's here. Terry's here. And I'm here. Maybe. Hello. Hello. What's going on? We made it back. I'm somehow alive. Uh, I got COVID. Feels like two weeks ago. It might have been two weeks ago. And it was horrible. You missed, what, two weeks of work time? Yeah, I burned 40 hours of vacation. That's not good. Mm. But we'll see. I'm I'm getting better. I still got a little bit of a cough, raspy voice. You could hear it in the last podcast a little bit. But yeah, the last podcast after we did it that Wednesday at work, um, I went to the dentist that morning and then at work that night, I started coughing and it was like every 10 minutes my body kept feeling worse and worse and i was like sorry boss i got i gotta go home and it ain't looking good for tomorrow or the next day (laughs) so and then i was almost done with it and then last week wednesday it's still coughing up and still not anywhere close to 90 percent. so i was like yep we're gonna take the rest of this week off too it sucks to do it but gotta make good decisions at work not NyQuil induced. Yeah, you don't need to give the whole workforce that. Yeah, that would be bad. So, did what I was supposed to do. That's why I say vacation sucks. It's going to be a little tight on some event stuff this year, but nothing major. I can be able to handle it. Yeah, I ended up having the flu. About three days of fever running, and I still got a cough. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But we got the podcast out, and I did the first edit, and Terry did the final edit, and Screwed up a bunch of stuff. Um, Michael Ross' next event is actually April 6th. That is Golden Triangle up in Grand Prairie, Texas. I'm going to go back and fix it on the last one, but I got to spend time and find it where we said the date's wrong. But trying to fix it. Seems I screw this up a lot, but he had moved the dates and the the file snippet thing flyer that he gave me was wrong the first time and well i kind of used it more than i should have <laughs> after he changed it so need to get him on here for a few minutes and yeah we had talked about getting just doing a pre-record uh, yeah pre-record for him and we'll get that done and then talk too much on the outros not outros but at the end a little bit and I went through and reviewed it, and I was like, well, I'm honest. <laughs> I love Doug Darby, though, so it's all good. Smoothed over. Happy to keep putting them out. Oh, heck yeah. So today we're going to let Carrie talk about the story of the one-bladed helicopter. I figured it'd be good to go over. <laughs> and he had a video on it, and we had talked about it a lot. So Everybody else been... Work-wise and family-wise, doing good? Yeah, of course. You know that I went home sick. got crap going on in my ears. But, yeah, everything else has been good on my end. Uh, good on my end, except for my mom's side of the family. We She lost her brother this uh, two days ago. Mm, sorry to hear that. Yeah, my condolences, sir. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I know that side of the family's taking it hard and uh, just sending my prayers to them. Back in uh, Abilene or? Uh, Rockport. Rockport? Yeah. So 
So you gonna be heading to the coast, I guess. Here, uh, I don't think so. Uh, he didn't want a, a service or nothing like that, so he's being cremated and all that. So, yeah, not trying to be morbid, but that's becoming more and more and more prevalent. I think. Yeah. Y'all know that I went through that not long ago. So. Yeah. But other than that, I'm doing great. Yeah. I've been busy, not super busy. The COVID took me out for two weeks. So at the last podcast, I believe I talked about the TV 40 having a tail wag. I had eight flights on it and kind of really didn't discuss a bunch about it, but I kind of have given it a fair swing at trying to get the tuning in and tail wag. I'm still fighting it this afternoon. I went to the GTR manual. And actually took notes and wrote down like all the tail tuning parameters and what the names are and what they actually do as far as the manual. And it, it helped this afternoon. Uh, my pyro consistency is, uh, it says the higher you move it, the faster and crisper it is. But they say if it'll also get rid of a wag if you need to increase it. If I increased it, the wag got really fast. And then so I decreased it. Uh, it says they're supposed to be 155 to 190. I decreased it to about 120 and it actually got better. And then reducing that allows me to run the gain up more. So I've kind of been messing with that ratio of the two. And I kind of found a sweet spot where it's flyable with all the stock configuration O-rings and everything. Uh, The only thing I haven't done is they updated the manual on the pushrod servo ball length. And the update is at seven millimeters and I'm currently at nine, but I have went all the way into like six at one point. Where's your endpoints at? I mean, does that put you close to a hundred and a hundred or? Yeah, I'm a little less than a hundred. I'm like 80 and right at a hundred. Okay. So I'm really close. Um, where it's at, but I may drop the resolution a little bit more and then kind of mess with that hero consistency, which actually is kind of a, a wag suppressor, kind of a hero consistency. You would think it hero is one way faster than the other way is what I think about hero consistency, but this kind of doesn't do that. So it's kind of weird. I'm still kind of learning. I really want to just take the spirit off and throw a brain on it at this point and see what that flight controller does for me. Cause I have a really good, you know, I've got a, a torque mini servo that seven sixty five sixty. it shouldn't be an issue. It kind of is. So I've messed with the whole bunch of stuff between washers and no load spin ups and no blades with tail blades and spin up and no push rod and, trying to be as safe as possible, but manually checking grips at speed load type of stuff. And I've got it better, um, but now I got it all back in the stock configuration. I'm not sure what the true fix is at this point. I kind of gave up and asked on the forums. I refrained from doing that. Just, I didn't want to get into like a bashing of the brand new helicopter or stuff like that. So I've seen several of them pop up for sale here lately. That is like what I was experiencing with the raw 500. Remember, I was fighting that tail wag. I think we went to uh, Waco or somewhere. Yeah, Temple. Fighting that tail wag. 
And I pulled the AR servo off and I put a different tail servo on there. And that helped on the raw 500. Not saying there's something crazy with that servo, but. I thought about doing that because my RS4 is just perfect. I mean, it is so, so good. Like, I went and flew it this afternoon. I almost took the TV40 back out to do more testing, but I kind of was tired of testing and I can't, I can't crash the TV40, even though I'm flying it probably lower than I should for a helicopter you can't get parts for, which we'll go over a little bit more later. But it's, uh, I don't know. So I took the RS4 because I just wanted to fly like, uh, and I wanted to tune it a little bit more aggressive because the last time I went out, it felt I did so much TB40 testing that when I flew the RS4, it was slow. So I dialed the head speed a little bit more up and increased the agility and the apparel rates a little bit. And I like how it's flying. It, it's, it's so predictable for me. I did one flight at the end where I did just kids in TikTok and moving the tail around left and right. Um, it's starting to get comfortable. I need to transition the sim over in real life and start practicing it on the RS4 on a regular basis, like skids and TikToks, just to transition the sim. Um, I am doing it in real life, but I'm scared, like scared air quotes. But obviously don't want to do that with the TV40. I don't want to be practicing stuff with a semi not good flying heli and then no parts available. Yeah. Yeah, when they turn those parts loose, I mean, there'll be a bunch, but yeah. I did look up the parts. Hold on one second. Let me do this real quick. I looked up the the side parts and the lower side frames are $31 and 99 cents. I've bitched about this on the last podcast, but for shits and get grins, I looked up what the, I need the parts, the line parts, uh, the TV 60 lower side frames cost the exact same amount as the TV 40 side frames. And I'm going to look up the TV 70 real quick. Just to, just because I'm curious. So the TV 70 lower side frames cost the same as the TV 40 lower side frames. Wow. Wow. That sounds crazy. And the TB70 has like plastic all the way around it. You know, this it's just, it's almost like somebody screwed up in an Excel file. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to fix it. Um, I don't know if I have to make a post on Facebook and I don't know who to contact. Like there's no sponsored pilots for me to contact on Facebook to go, Hey, can you guys look into this? Because I mean, I've, I've done that with the goose guy parts before, um, with frankly, when Daily direct first came out, the colored tail booms were cheaper than the black tail booms <laughs> by a lot. And I was like, uh, I think we got a problem here. Oh yeah. yeah. And he took care of it and they ended up fixing it. But, I think it's one of those type of... Yeah, it's probably a typo or something. I don't know him, but is Gail Align still a thing? or No, he hasn't responded to any Facebook messages I had sent him. Uh, I haven't seen anything from him. 
I guess I have never seen anything from him. Well, not in the last, what, three plus years or so. Yeah, it's been three, four, five years since he's done it. So. Yeah, we'll see. And that was generally Alan Zabo make a post or something, and you'd see him go thumbs up or something. That was about it. Yeah, so I don't even know who to contact to go. I have tail issues. I need help. Like, And these part prices are possibly incorrect. <laughs> I mean, does a line even have a U.S. team anymore? I mean, because... Well, other than Zabo, I have no idea. I I don't think they do. I sure haven't seen anybody wearing their shirt. I mean, if they do, you guys, you guys reach out to me because I haven't seen any presence uh-uh. on like a line factory front or besides Zabo posting one or two videos. I haven't do searches, and I can't really. I, I'm reaching out to people when they post like on the TB40. I'm like. Have you flown it? <laughs> do you have a tail wag? I did get with one guy that said he didn't remember having a tail wag, uh, but he was, he's down waiting parts, I think. So I don't know. I mean, after Ben left the team forever, it was just Ben and, and Alan. And of course, Alan, I don't, I never see him post anything on any of the forums or anything else, just a, a YouTube video every once in a while. Right. Yeah, just whatever the factory makes them do right ben may still have a few contacts but i don't know yeah i haven't really reached out to anybody so i kind of hate dogging on the machine but it's been i've given it a pretty good effort as far as different blades and setups and i'm closer but i kind of right now where i need to take the servo off the goose guy and the servo off the other one and i need to pull it and switch the servo out and see what that that has to do with it. Are they two different servos? No. Well, they are different. One's a Goose Guy brand tail servo that I bought with the RS4 non Venom kit. Oh. So it is, they are different as far as like, I don't know who made, makes their servos. Like they look like KST, but I can tell you they're not KST. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like when you try to go get like servo tops and like stuff doesn't fit there the screws come from a different direction than the KST stuff. So ah. like they look like a KST, but when you actually like get down to it and start comparing like, like the original wing servos that, that came with the original RS4, there's not a top cap that KST makes that fits it. Wow. Like it is, it is its own. Like I, I tried all kinds of top caps and it's like their own thing. But we'll see in time. I'll keep you guys updated. I'm not giving up on it. I may have to throw a V-bar on it at some point and see what happens. But we're going to do some fly bar less and servo swaps and before I kind of... Because the, the, the TB40 head-wise and cyclic feel flies amazing. Like, it's got tons of power. Like, it's crispy on the stops. It floats. It doesn't have a fall in, in TikTok pauses and... It flies great cyclic wise. Um, I just need to get this tail locked in to. I do so much pyro maneuvers that wagging and, and, and stuff messes with me really bad. I want it to be perfect, but it's a 380. So, uh, the Goose Guy Raw, I've actually crashed the other week. 
and it crashed pretty good. Um, I kind of crashed it nose first. Uh, after all the RS4380 flying, my S2 seems like it doesn't have the float that I want. Um, starting to not like the way it flies. Just because it doesn't have that float. So... You you done got used to flying a little bigger model and now it's messing with you. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. They're both crashed right now, um, mainly due to float issues, but I'll rebuild them and keep flying. Oh, or lack of float issues, you should say. Yeah, somebody mentioned something about Oxy, Oxy 3 or Oxy 2 blades or something, and I was like, I might have a set of those. I need to look in my oxy stuff. I read that, but they said it like kill flight time. Yeah. So, well, if I get the float, I would be okay with it, but who knows? Yeah. Protos Protos Nitro is starting to get assembled. I have the clunk line, the clunk filter. I end up buying the Tron fuel tank filter. It's kind of like a Moss or a Lynx or a SAB. It's a filtered mesh kind. So I bought it. Everything else was kind of out of stock and I didn't want to run just a regular bubbleless. I just have to do the pretty much the flybarless setup. I've got everything mounted. So I need to work on that. That has been COVID pushed to the burner and I need to start getting a little bit of work. I have everything to get it in the air. I just lazy. It's only been nine months, you know, no rush. Yeah. And then the other one that was nine months ago, the raw 580, I need to start building it also. So I'm going to have it ready for Mayday. So I'm going to take it to Mayday and let a couple of people fly it if they want. And whatever happens, happens. And that's where I want it. And BK helped them to get it last year. So I'm going to try to help BK out and take it back to the event and let people fly it. And if it crashes, we'll just put it in a box and we'll get it fixed. Eventually. It's no big deal. Trying to give back to the event since, since I won that kit, there's a couple people that are pissed that I want it. So like take it and let them fly it and we'll see what happens. Not Mikey full send pure flip on deck practice. No, no. <laughs> Sustained pure flip. Yeah. All you got to do is just not turn the hard deck on and tell me I can't go through it because I will figure out a way. I promise. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know what I'm going to put in it. I have a brain too. And then I've got this GTR spirit. I'm enjoying the spirit. Um, obviously, right now, the TB40 is the only one I've ever had a tail issue with the spirit. Like all of my nimbuses and everything else i've had it on has been solid i've never had a tail issue at all so still like the brain too also oh yeah. the feel of it both of them are go-to for me that's about it i need to work on van insulation really bad did you finally order it you said you were going to no i have not ordered it mm. and now nelson's calling me Right now? Yeah, he texted me early and then he just tried to call. Huh. Also quit the hangout this week too. 
there was kit bashing going on on RS4 that was out of control. And, you know, if I don't like something that somebody's saying, normally I just walk away from it. So that's kind of what I did. It didn't seem like the admins or anybody were taking care of it. So I don't like people kit bashing. Please get with your manufacturer if there's something you don't like or like me right now, I'm not having a good time with the TB40, but I'm not like just going off. Like I'm asking for help. Like who do I contact or how do I proceed with this? I need help guys type of thing. So I think that that's how it should be done. And I know that I mean, you talked about it and I think we all agree, you know, if you've reached out and you've used all available options, and have basically been, you know, most told, yeah, good luck with that. Have fun. You're on your own. Get with the manufacturers before we yeah, at least try or at least post to be like, hey, I'm having issues with this motor. I need help. It's not doing what it's supposed to. Anybody know the contact for me to reach out to the distributor X, Y, or Z? There's a lot of new helicopters getting sold right now. Your mileage may vary with people's postings going on right now. I mean, there's a lot of 700s out, different brands. I mean, you have Steam, Gooski, SAB. I've never seen this many helicopters out all at one time from different manufacturers. And how many years? I mean, seriously. Yeah, 2010s, 2014, 2013s, since we've seen this many manufacturers hit the market, mm-hmm. which is great for the hobby. I, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, when I got back into it after a long absence, you know, you had a couple of new kits out. You had an Oxy five, Oxy five Meg. They were, they were pretty new. And you had the Synergy six, nine, six, which was a new 700. And I mean, the Kraken was out because I ended up with one. But as far as like brand new state of the art, here you go. Just hit the shelf. It was the 696. There you are. Oh, yeah. You know, the raw came out and I mean, I almost didn't buy the raw for the simple fact I had a Kraken. I didn't like the Kraken. Some people love it. I didn't care for it. But uh, it's like then there's nothing. And they throw a Tron, Tron came out, but then, you know, they throw a, on 700 size. They finally come out with a Tron 7.0. Yay. Nothing. And now we got the RS7. We've got the M7. Uh, we've got the Steam, the Kraken S, whatever they changed on it. The Dynamic, the Puma. I mean, lots of different variations of standard models. But in the last year, uh, that's like wow i mean that's that's a lot of new models that hits the ground and there's a lot of new fly bar lists yeah the market's booming i just want people to like do your research do your due diligence i mean don't take my word for stuff but you need to make sure what you're getting is factual information and stuff like that so I got one more bitch and then I'll be over. Um, Manufacturers need to figure out how to not release helicopters right after the first year. I know they're getting them out for the next season. 
or they need like the RS7s out. There's no parts. TB40s out. There's no parts. Like they release helicopters without parts being there. So. Yeah, that's one was that way. Yeah. And the year of the dragon started uh, what, Sunday. So Chinese New Year. So, yeah, nothing's going to happen for what, two or three weeks before they get wound back up again. Two months, not two weeks. Two weeks, two months. Uh, I I know it's a long time. That's that's yeah. what I know. Yeah, it's uh, like you're not going to be able to get stuff till February, March, mid to late April, like maybe mid April. Yeah. So everything's on kind of shut down. It just I don't know why they do it like that. I know they do it for the new team pilots the new pilots for the new year and x y or z but sab normally doesn't do that but i don't follow them super close to know but right now there's a lot of new helicopters that are one crash away from being in a box and set in the corner for two months (laughs) Mm, yeah well unless you're one of the chosen golden childs that already has probably three kits sitting there for parts yeah yeah, a lot of people are talking about the R7, and um, I think the R7 is, in my opinion, is built as a competition machine. It is not for, it is for the general public, but they built the helicopter not for the general public, but to compete in global, uh, do buy masters and like all of these major events. They now have a 700 in team helicopter pilot guys, and I guarantee you they're coming to win some competitions. Oh, yeah. And most of those parts and some of that support is going to go straight to those team guys because that's why they built the helicopter. They didn't build the helicopter for like the regular people, I call it. They built it so they could compete in these major competitions throughout the world so they could have their name up there with super pilots, which is awesome. I mean, I'll probably end up with one at some point, but right now I'm going to stick with my XL Power 700 V2. It's a solid machine. I'm looking at the Steam really close, the Steam 700. I'm following some of the videos and stuff on it. But So forgive me for not being completely up to date on this, but uh, who is Steam? So Steam used to make the plastic body 550 they were kind of known for. Okay. and they didn't really have a 700. So they have a two different vamps. Their newest 700 is the 700 HK and Tony Whiteside is a distributor for them in the United States. And Tony Whiteside was kind of around when DT kind of started. He's a big Piro guy. Like he's, he's always been kind of the, I'm not going to call him the reckless guy in the hobby but like he kind of fits my style as far as like his his nature and like his way he handles himself at events and stuff like he likes to have fun he's he's very vocal like i like his attitude towards the hobby i'm interested to see how it does uh from what i've seen video wise it's a solid machine uh sean has one he's flying i don't know uh the ins and outs of what he likes about it but he does have a video on it. So, well, nobody shoot me and and uh, Terry timestamp this where it's easy to find. But all the pictures that I have seen, it looks uber, uber, uber familiar to 
a machine that's currently on the market? I like if you look into it, it there's a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, the head bearings, the axial stuff. There's a lot of stuff that is different about it, and I personally think the parts count looks a little high, but that's kind of the only thing I've seen that might be negative. I haven't went through any of that at all because uh, right now, well, I'm not in a shopping mode. Uh, can't afford to shop, not going to shop. If I don't shop, I don't have to worry about trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for it. So, you know, I glance at pretty pictures from time to time. But, you know, when it's sitting there with a the canopy on it, on its skids, it has a very, very similar physical appearance to another model that you happen to. Yeah. It really isn't. Everything's completely different, but everything's so close nowadays, like the resemblance, like everybody's doing the double gear drive down. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff's going on, but their grips and their tail grip like setup. I've looked at the explosive view diagram of the bearings and sizes of the shafts and stuff. It's a solid machine from what I've seen. I'm not, this ain't no bashing. This is no. Yeah. You just looking at it, seeing it for the first time. Yeah, just glancing at it, you know, when I first saw the picture, I just thought it was a, an already production kit with a different color canopy on it, but I really haven't. Yeah, dove in. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, that's fine. if I'm interested in something, I generally I'll go start looking at the manual and this and that and whatever else. But again, I haven't been shopping, so that uh, that's not something I've been doing, so. Anyway, that's about all I've been up to. 3D print stuff, I've been... They've been shut down. I've got some projects I want to work on. Uh, there's a S2, the guy that put all the S2 parts out, like he cloned all the S2 parts since we're going to talk about copying. <laughs> uh, he cloned all the S2 parts and has a mono frame, not the one I am working with the guy designed, but this one's already done. Uh, you pretty much print the whole thing and you could sub in your upper bearing block and lower bearing block. That's about all I've been up to. Wow. Who's next? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've seen that. No, I hadn't. Yeah, Carrie's over there already warming up his 19 3D printer print farm, getting ready. Just jealous. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to start it and see what it looks like, but I didn't want to start it before the podcast. But that's all I've been up to. I'll go. I actually put stuff in there since you yelled at me on our wow. deal. You have something in there. Yeah, I do. So, I mean, I'm still kind of on a no fly 24 deal. Today is the day I actually wanted to go fly. Beautiful, not a cloud in the sky, but breezy, a little cool. I do plan on trying to go burn some nitro and maybe some uh, Jet A tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I have been doing some simming and uh, I'm kind of been doing eight, 10 minutes, set it down mess around come back 20 minutes later and do eight ten minutes like i would do at the field where i quit doing just one stupid thing after another stupid thing been doing a whole lot of uh stuff with my laser right now for some reason i decided i wanted to make leather keychains and uh i have wasted a bunch of leather and by the way leather stinks when you're cutting it i do have something for all you guys i need to get to you really kind of trying to get some fun fly plans going in full swing i mean we got skinners coming up i mean in less than two months now 
and it'll be here before you know it. Then we have Austin Heli Bash. Look, we already talked about that. The dates are set May 23rd through the 26th. Most people, if you've never put one of these on, don't realize all the work and the headaches and uh, everything that kind of goes on behind the scenes because we're at that point and it's coming up, you know, hardcore fun fly season. So, you know, got to get the flyer made, got to get all the big letters, for lack of better words, sent out. Although I don't think we're going to do a whole lot of big letters. And uh, just try to put on a awesome time for everybody who can make the trip got a couple of guys that's invited they want to come i don't know if we're going to be able to pull it off but you know we can talk about that kind of later on but now it just amazes me man how time just keeps it's like somebody somebody greased the wheel because it just keeps going so fast but spiegel brought up something and he said it earlier on fun fly season Guys, if you got campers and you got RC trailers and this and that, although we might not put 10,000 miles a year on them unless you're Doug Darby, tires do get old. Uh, and here in the next few weeks, I need to go put four new trailer tires on my camper before we haul off 300 miles and don't want to be sitting on the side of the road fighting tire issues because that's never fun. So make sure you have spare tires and check your tires. This is a heli thing, but tires actually have manufacturers and expiration dates and they're stamped on the tires. Look at your tires on your trailers, especially if you got thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff and you're going to take off on a three, four, five hundred mile trip. Uh, you know, spend the spend a little money, place tires. I can show a bounce for that. Oh yeah. Don't be like Bill Perry. <laughs> <laughs> no. I looked at his tires and was like, Yeah, he said, Well, I only drive about 4550. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, after Ice House, you know, maybe a great time to uh, crawl under your trailer and check your axle springs. Uh Greg Skinner and uh Jason Reddish reminded us of that. But uh I don't know if you could climb underneath there and see cracks or not, but you know, hey, you know, preventive maintenance, don't just take it for granted. But I mean, I've been living a boring life. I mean, work, come home, stay hid when it's pretty. I don't feel like doing nothing. When I want to go do something, it seems like it's raining or winds blowing or it's cold or I'm Mr. Excuses on the flying side right now. Have mm. to live vicariously through Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I've been putting in some flights. I've not been that bad. I've been not been good. Spiegel got me thinking on airplanes and this and that and yeah, you know. <laughs> it is is what it is, but no, I mean everything's still everything's really good on this end. Uh kinda enjoy, like I said, you know, getting together with you guys. This has been nice kind of this is a three in a row that we've done every two weeks although we didn't do it sunday of course you know super bowl sunday plans kind of get jacked up oh yeah uh did anybody watch that game i i I watched at it but did anybody else watch it nope nope i watched it i watched all of it from start to finish it was it was good Hmm. my team or the team i wanted didn't win i have a guy at kind of one of our 
the main guys at work that I like. Um, I'm sorry that he, I had to stick him with two weeks of work, but one of his main teams is 49ers. So I was kind of, you know, you always want the people around you at work that like certain teams to win because then they're in a good mood. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The 49ers couldn't pull, pull it off. Um, it's, you got to kick field goals and extra points do count <laughs> yeah yeah they do kind of funny because one of the supervisors at our uh saturday saturday morning meeting the shift that we were leaving was wearing a uh a, a 49ers jersey and i was making fun of him and and it's like eh, maybe i shouldn't have made fun of him he couldn't come back in a bad mood <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those people that wear those jerseys to work, they they understand if they lose, they get shit. If they win, they talk shit. And that's kind of the way it works. Oh, yeah. And, you know, of course, you guys know that I don't give one rat's ass about that stuff. Yeah. I, of course, I watched, uh, you know, the halftime show and I keep waiting. It's like Usher was like, you know, I remember Usher being pretty good. And I'm sitting there and it's like, well, the halftime show's over and I ain't heard him sing one song. I even uh, freaking knew what the hell was until I guess his one hit wonder was that yeah or whatever come on it's like yeah I know that song but I didn't know the rest of it yeah I was disappointed there was no hanging stuff from the ceilings or like it was just a stage and people jumping around there was no no special pyrotechnics I didn't see mm -hmm. anything like the commercials didn't blow me away like it the whole thing was kind of like a wash to me Oh, yeah. It's one of those, of course, you know, I guess roller skating is making a big thing coming back or something because at one point everybody's running around on roller skates. And I'm like, uh, that's a little weird. Yeah. I, I, I bust, thought the same thing. I bust my ass just looking at a set of roller skates. Uh, yeah. I was just waiting for the like one wheels or like, like segways or skateboards, something up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would have been cool. They all would have been on one wheels. That would have been that. Yeah, that would, that, have, been. That would have been better. Speaking of wheels, uh, I am seriously thinking about a bicycle. Me and Spiegel have talked about it. And uh, I, uh, uh, I, Mike talked, I listened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this completely straight. Well, you know, I, I was, you know, honestly, I was kind of just planting that seed. Apparently, I need to add a lot more bullshit and some water to it so it might sprout and grow on spiegel but i don't think that that soil is is uh is good for that growth but you know hey add a couple of miles to it and i'll join you uh? <laughs> you add me an e-bike or something we might be talking but uh, you, you now you realize now I, i'm going to throw this out here do you realize if you want an e-bike i bet we can make that happen but you have to wear the hat and you have to wear the shorts with the socks to wear to ride the e-bike. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you might as well just take the pedals off and put pegs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pedaling that son bitch. It's going to be like a, it's an electric motorcycle to me. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know where I'm going with this. You, you know yeah, what you got to look like to ride it. I'll stick to my Harley. <laughs> yeah i don't think we're wearing thongs and riding bicycles <laughs> no, i wasn't telling you that i wasn't telling you that you need to be leslie 
Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, right down through the center of Congress set. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You know, you know, it's like normal down there. Yeah, but could you imagine us showing up at Skinner's with bicycles, gold thongs, and riding bicycle into Skinner's instead of dragging a trailer in? Yeah, I don't know if Skinner's going to let us through the front gate. He could have stopped the trailer. He's like, We're, we have to search the vehicle. <laughs> this is, we have this requirement for you guys now. We don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no golden banana hammocks. And you, yeah, yeah. yeah no. can, you, can you please take out? all the show memorabilia that you're going to be using during this event. <laughs> yeah. We wearing that shit. I'll be parked down the other end. <laughs> he's, he's saying that you're, you're going to pretend you don't know us, sir. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to get crazy this year. I don't think it's going to get that crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that might go off the deep end, but Hey, you know, uh, you know that we, we've learned one thing. Can't put nothing past anything. In Oscar, Oklahoma, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, my COVID knocked my mojo down pretty good. I'm, I'm working on kind of getting that mental mojo back. But man, at two weeks, I was like, I don't even know if I want to do anything at Skinner's. I was like, I just gonna show up and sit in a chair and relax. Yeah, that was the COVID talking. So, yeah, I know better. Uh, I, I I truly know better, but yeah, I'm I'm done at this point. I'm just rambling. But uh, uh, you know, again, I'm Mr. Boring right now. Or what's new? Next. Oh, shoot, I guess I'll go next. Well, I've been playing with counterbalancing helis, with making them fly with one blade, which is our main topic. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> cool, McGool. Yeah. I uh, crashed the S2 today. It wasn't bad, but I broke the uh, ball off the uh, one of the blade grips. I, I updated your notes for you if you didn't notice that. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just can't get the little stud out of the blade grip. So I might have to just jettison the blade grip. So you haven't upgraded them? No, no. I do have the upgraded grips in the in the box. So no, not the whole grip. The way it bolts. The, yeah, the yeah, bolt. yeah, yeah. CC did the same thing. He crashed and he was like, the ball broke off in the thing, and I was like, no. Now I know what you're talking about. You have to install it for it to work. <laughs> if not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're talking about the oxymod, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they. They upgraded it so the the bolt comes in to the ball instead of the ball screwing into the grip. Yeah. It's actually way stronger, so I think you end up bending the blade grips. Well, that particular one's been bent once before, so no loss there. I actually have a swash plate problem, I think, on mine. I've got a, a blade tracking issue on my green one I have to resolve. Oh, wow. I've been fighting. Yeah, I've, I've switched blades and... I think the swash inner, I think the swash is tilting on the bearing some or something. Yeah. So it's throwing it out. But other than that, I've been trying to fly that blade SR that I did the original counterbalance on. And that battery's just seen its better days. It just has no 
no milliamps left in it. And it it just by the time you get spooled up and in the air, it's already out of capacity. And I I just need to change it's got a JST on it. And I just need to change the connector out so I can use some of the other batteries I got. Oh yeah. XT thirty, baby. Easy breezy, quick and simple. Oh yeah. I just need to take it out there and solder a new lead on it. But other than that, I've just been working on my motorcycle, trying to get it ready for riding season and hopefully fly-in season, drag my little roller home with me and combine two hobbies into one. There you go. Heck yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you got to get a sidecar for Layla to ride with you on that thing. I don't think she likes sitting on the tank. Yeah. She never has. <laughs> if I can coax her to even go this year, she hadn't even been wanting to ride around town or anything. That's all I got. I'm gonna I'm gonna step back on mine. I bought a new battery for 380 stuff to test. Yeah, and I did a little research. I ended up with the SMC 2200 2400 high voltage pack. Uh, it weighs a little bit more. It weighs 320 grams instead of 300, but it has G10 plates on it. So it should fit all of my helis. Well, I'll let you guys know it should be in tomorrow. So I'll report on this new battery pack that I've tried. I just want a good 380 pack. I only have one decent one that came with the Goose Guys. So all the other ones are old, super yeah. puffy. Getting poofy, yeah. So I have cheap batteries. This one was only was forty four, so it wasn't cheap, and twelve dollars shipping, so it's fifty four bucks. So not on the cheap side. But if it has, you know, if I can get six hundred milliamp out of it, and it only weighs a little bit more, I might be able to get a five minute three D flight. And then um, talking to Mark Self and Tracy. She's getting like six minutes of flying with her sports style. And, you know, we might be able to get a 10 minute hover, you know, practice orientation, slow forward flight type of stuff. So we'll see. I'll report back. I have no affiliation with any of this stuff. I love my goose guy, though. Uh, Frankly, ever listens to this, you know. Spiegel will be on team again. Although, <laughs> if he wanted to be on the team, I think he already would. I'll admit it. I love my goose guys. <laughs> I don't need team stuff to interfere with podcasts. I've been there and done it, and it's way easier just to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I get to dabble with, you know, new helicopters as I want, and we'll talk about them with all of you. Yeah. Which is kind of my goal in the hobby is. Share my open and honest experiences. Yes, sir. Wouldn't expect anything else from you. Okay, Terry. Carrie's done. Well, I finally did a little hobby-related stuff. I I guess it's back when I bought the raw. I had my little blade 360 fusion. I had an icon on it. Anyway, I had to steal the icon and put it on the raw. And I put the original fly barless back on it. 
I don't know what I did. I must have had it set backwards or something. I don't know, but I just pulled it up, and it ate itself on the ground. This probably been a year ago. Well, it's been hanging here on my little pegboard for that long. I took it down about two weeks ago and looked at it, and I was like, okay, well, I got strip servos. Gears messed up. I got bent this, bent that. I just hung it back on the <laughs> on the board. I'm like, I ain't messing with that thing. <laughs> well, Saturday, I was looking up there at it. Y'all been talking about your little 380s, and I'm like, well, that's a 360. Well, let me put it back together. So I got to checking my servos out, and they're the blade or the spectrum micro servos. You just look at these things wrong to gear strip. That are they'll smoke. I've had them just get hot and just burn out on me. So I had a set of Torx micros that I'd had on it originally, and I put those back on it, changed main gear out, went in my IX-14 radio and went through all the little spectrum videos on how to set up the fly barless and got it set up. And I tell you what, I'm not really a fan of how to set it up. I've been used to Icon. And and it wasn't hard. It's just different. But I got out there yesterday and I hovered the thing in the yard. I tell you what, I think I want to put an Icon back on if I'm going to fly it. That thing is touchy. Or I need to go in to slow the rates down or something in it because, man, go to give it a little aileron and it almost want to roll completely over on you. I was like, that is too fast. So I'd set the dual rates up and I'd drop them down. It called for 85 in the manual. I dropped it down to like 65 and it's still fast. So I, I don't know. I just not too happy with that. It doesn't sound good at all. What fly bars? It's a 6250HX. It's a Spectrum. What comes on it? I had uh, flashed the firmware on it to make it open stock where I could have some adjustment on it. But, I, you know, the wind was blowing probably 15 miles an hour at my back, and it was misting. And I was like, I want to go out and play with it a little more, you know, on a better day. But you know, I've only flown one of those. Uh, that was actually in Wichita Falls. It belonged to uh Bill Martin, and it was a bone stock little 360 fusion. And I was actually kind of impressed with it, to be honest with you. Now, it flew good, but I don't know. I guess I'm just used to the bigger birds now. And I'm like, man, this thing is twitchy. Oh, yeah. You got my problem. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to play with that some more. I, I do like how, because it's, you know, I've got the smart batteries and the smart ESC and all the telemetry coming back. I can actually, it'll report back to me battery at 80%, battery at 60%. Oh, it's got the telemetry. That is nice. Yeah, that is nice. They copy something from Mikado, did they? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't <laughs> ever get any of that with my my NX10 radio. It, it would never tell me. 
Who actually came up with the first telemetry? I wonder who. I don't know. I bet it was Jetty, but I'm just a fanboy. <laughs> uh, Terry, one thing I would do, and this works on most Flybarless controllers, is if it's twitchy off of center, just move your endpoints in to like 80 on the radio. Move the endpoints in. Okay. And that that normally with the brain and pretty much everyone I've used, like, don't forget you have endpoints in your radio and expo in your radio. Like a lot of people don't want to add expo or double expo. And, but I've done it with success and especially with the goose guy or something like that. I have, I have some tweaking that I actually have some expo in the radio and I'll move endpoints around to get it to, you know, if I don't want to get in the flight controller and get in the app, um, I'm going to do this on my uh, airplane. What the hell is the flight controller? Aura. Yeah, Aura. I'm actually going to do that on my Aura and just take everything and have one flight mode and that's it. Right. Word of warning just on that. You got to realize that like a icon comes default with like 20% expo built into it. Mm-hmm. And when you add Expo to your radio, uh, it gets doubled really quick and gets, yeah, it can get quirky. If you want to try that, don't throw 20 in there thinking you'll help it throw five or 10 and inch up on it. Yeah. But the endpoints should slow the total flip rate and make the center less sensitive also. Yeah. Well, that's what I was doing on the dual rates. I have a, like I say, it wanted 85, so I, I took it down to like 65, but it was still it was still pretty hot. It was getting better. But all the dual rate and expo are set in the radio on this. It's not set in the fly bar list, so. Oh. Huh. Okay. Hmm. That, that took me a little getting used to it. I was like, okay. And I, I do not believe I've got any expo in that. I think it's straight. Well, that might that might answer it because, like I said, everything you're used to flying comes with twenty percent built into it. Right. So I may get back in there and look at that. But I do like the IX fourteen because it does tell me, you know, my battery percentage and all that. My NX radio that I had before, it would not, it would not give you reports like that. Huh. And the the IX fourteen when I'm in it, it's just like it's it's just. It's so integrated so perfectly, you can just select forward programming and and click on what you want to and adjust it right there and then exit and make a change. Nice. That is really nice. If I can get this fly barless figured out. There's probably something. You just got to do some research. It's new. Yeah, it was on there before, but I never messed with it. And when I upgraded the firmware on it and open stocked it, then it gave me all the settings and it before it was probably tuned to the 360 because I don't remember it ever being this twitchy. Anyway, that's about all I've done. That's funny when you have a heli that that you used to before things happened or this or that. Oh yeah, no, that flies good. And then you go, you know, I need to fly that. I hadn't flown it in a long time. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I felt on the RS4 when I flew it after all the TV flying, but back to back to back. Yeah. 
But she's yeah. tuned up now. Yeah. This is like the second helicopter I ever bought, so I, I kind of wanted to get it back in the air and and just see, you know. Hell yeah. Dang it. Now I need to get my second hell yeah. Ever. <laughs> I'm flying. <laughs> just for old time's sake. Then what was that? It was actually a T-Rex 450 clone. Hmm. AXI? No, no. It was it was a $30 kit off of eBay. I kid you not. Metal frames. Uh, it's hanging on the wall in the trailer. Heard this story before. <laughs> I just did a, a I just did a flip on it and it sucked the tail boom in and naturally the tail belt went loose and I lost the tail and it crashed and I pulled most electronics out of it and it I haven't touched it since. Anybody need a bathroom break before you transition to the main topic? No, I'm good. So the main topic, the story of the one-bladed helicopter, written by Carrie Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I got the idea from uh, YouTube. He's an older gentleman. He's been in the hobby for a long time. Name is Nightflyer on YouTube. The old Hyperfly, if you remember it, it uh, didn't have a tail rotor. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember that. Had like a little stick on the bottom of it. I actually saw one for sale the other day. They went at like 250 bucks for the damn thing. Yeah. He he was the one that helped design that. Wow. But anyway, I, I got the idea for, for a counterbalance helicopter from him. I'm like, no, that won't work. There's absolutely no way a helicopter could fly one blade. You know, that he did something with his camera and just faked it, you know? And, uh... Years ago, I, I had my blade CP, and I actually took an old crash blade. I cut the bad part of it off, and I drilled a bunch of holes in it, just put a bunch of screws and nuts and stuff. I never could achieve a full balance. I changed weights. I, I did everything. I, I never could figure it out. And, uh, of course, multiple, multiple years later, I, I come back to revisit it. Thanks, Sean Hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was challenged to bring it back. I'm like, okay, I've got to figure out how to balance this thing right. And uh, in fact, I, I even sent a message to Nightflyer. I'm like, hey, man, send, send a video of what you did. And uh, yeah, because like the balance is, is the whole, that's the whole like secret sauce. And exactly. Like you did a, they look like, I don't know how much research or if it was just trial by error, but like, I mean, you got the 3D printed, like you didn't mess around. Like this, this wasn't some hodgepodge, wasn't a hodgepodge, like throw together thing. I'm just going to do it while I'm at the field. What I ended up doing was blind a Blade SR kit. It was actually, it came with the radio. It came with everything. I test flown it with two blades. It flew great for what it is. And uh, I'm like, okay, so I've got a good base model. It flies. You can do what you want with it. So now let's pull a blade off and let's balance this thing. 
So what I started off with was uh, finding the CG of a blade, mark that down, and then I've got the uh, miniature aircraft crawl rotor balancer, and uh, I put it on there, and then I 3D printed the little stem that I'm using to hang my weights on. I make that stem the length from the, the root of the blade to the CG of the blade. And from there, I start adding weights. And like, I'm looking around the house. I'm like, gum, what can I use for a weight on an SR? And uh, I look at my toolbox and I see an index of uh, Allen wrenches. I'm like, huh, surely not. <laughs> and uh, so I just start sticking different Allen wrenches on there until it, it balanced on the Kroll balancer. I'm like, okay. So now I know where I need to balance. So I, I took the Allen wrench to the the scale and measured it and measured my, my little piece I printed. I'm like, okay, so I could take these two values and I know how much counterbalance I need to make. So then I, I drew up just discs on Fusion. You send it to CAD and it tells you what it approximately weighs. Huh? <laughs> when you print it, it's off by a little bit on weight. Oh. So, so you just adjust the dimensions of your disc and just keep printing them until you find one that weighs what you want it to. And and I'm printing them at 100%. So hmm. I've had some issues doing 100% prints. It, like it needs a little bit of like wiggle room. Sometimes on my crappy ass printers. Huh? Yeah. But I also have, I got wheel issues. <laughs> oh. I got X, I have X wheel issues and Y wheel issues. And mine prints really good off of center. <laughs> you start getting off of center. It gets real wonky. The only one I'm still having issues with is my Delta printer. I think it's still an extrusion problem. Not a, dimensional problem i think i think it's it just needs its extrusion adjusted so you just keep printing it and spool it up and test and spool it up and test or do you do you like undo the main gear and just kind of balance it with the bearing stuff or well what i was doing i would print my little disc and i would throw them on the scale and it would i'd be trying to go for say two grams well, it'd be like one gram. So I'd increase either the depth or the diameter of my disc. And then I'd print it until I achieved my two grams. And then uh, I'd put them on the helicopter. And then like the SR, it's got a pretty sizable main gear. So I'd just, I'd thumb it. It'd feel smooth in my hand. And I'm like, all right, we're close enough. We can test a spool up. And it's still shaking. It's not perfect but it's getting closer. I don't know heavy or light, but. So on the first flight, were you 3D in it on the first flight? Not the SR. The SR has only hovered. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Even videos on YouTube, you need a lot of real estate to get an SR to roll over on two blades. So at what point did you decide to put it on the Goose Guy S2? 
the SR did three flights and it was stable. It wasn't shaking too bad. The tail gyro was holding good. I'm like, I'm close enough. The gyro's not freaking out. My motors aren't getting hot. I'm close enough. Let's try it on something with a little more RPM. You know, an S2 really zings those blades. PLA is probably not strong enough for an S2. So I actually printed it out of PETG. Okay. Everything on it is PETG. Probably not a bad idea. You get in Carrie's living room and there's like holes in all the walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's lots of practice. Gary shows up with a pirate patch because one of them things slung out and hit him in the eye. Uh, yeah. I've actually had that happen once. <laughs> I just dug through my nut and bolt kit and found a, a fairly long three millimeter bolt and then the ground found a, a lock nut and then uh, I set that on the scale, set my little arm on the scale. Alright, so now I got so much weight and s two blade with some paint on the underside of it was 11 grams. So I knew I needed to, I needed the whole assembly to weigh 11 grams. So that's when I started printing my disc. Okay. Golly, I printed five or six versions of disc. Finally got it there. It, it's close. It's not perfect, but I got it flying. And, uh, the noise it makes is, Pretty neat. I don't think my GoPro video picked it up. You could hear it thumping like a. <laughs> it, it is. It is really, really neat. Uh, you lose a lot of cyclic authority. You lose a lot of collective authority. But it is a very neat flight. It is. It, it's, it's. I have one question. How does it blade stop? I don't know that I would do that. Uh, challenge. I hear a challenge. Uh-huh. I'll do a blade stop auto competition with you. Beagle, I need a, I need a S2. Yeah, we have, we have a couple that have, have been through this torture treatment. Which one pulls up first, two blade or single blade? Yeah. Yeah, need like an extra hot restart. I don't know that you'd end up with enough thrust to stop it falling that fast. Probably not. Nah. It did look like it was lacking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to tell. I mean, he takes off and he's like, okay, it flies. Flip, 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 flip. Damn, there's the roof. Yeah. Yep. Man, if it had spooled up just a few seconds earlier, I would have pulled off a perfect landing on my roof. <laughs> it landed <laughs> skids down and everything. <laughs> I think I saw a video on Augie's channel of them flying a 700, and I think it had a hammer on the other side. Uh, I think that one was overseas. Was it? And it was a 550 class heli. Oh, okay. If, if it's the same video I'm thinking of. I know that I've seen one with a hammer head on it. I'm sorry, but you know, I know lots of engineering and I know lots of this and I know lots of that, but I ain't never wanted to bolt a claw hammer on to anything spinning at 2,500 RPMs and just hope <laughs> something doesn't give up. I do a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. But yeah. 
put that into perspective. That's how hard that one one blade is pulling on the other side of that rotor head. Uh, I, I realize that. <laughs> I mean, I've seen feather spindles come apart in flight. Yep, don't last long. They they don't last long. I've seen them come <laughs> apart, but when you have a blade, it tends to do what airfoils do. It kind of flips, and it almost floats back to the sky it's not a 2500 rpm projectile <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean I've, I've seen it a couple times where they break in flight and the heli falls like a rock but the blades generally don't because they'll just start flipping and they just kind of fall on the ground yeah you like to take it to skinners <laughs> yeah i'll probably have both of them with me uh i say you make a couple more and we got some of those airplane jockeys from bits and pieces and scrap pile never gonna be around again, guys that run off and bought some. And I think that they need to experience go out there and just smack down with one blade. Yeah. Yeah. And then hey Larry Daniels, you can make your S one do this. It just cost you ninety four dollars. I have them made. Hey, now there's a thought. I haven't done the S one yet. I need to do that. Oh, I can do it. Sorry, Goose Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine Jason Donhockle out there throwing down with a one-bladed helicopter at Skinner's? Jason Donhockle can't even fly a helicopter. But he owns one. With what? He told me he used to fly them all the time. I think he has an S1 or S2. Yeah. I believe that was mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, something to do with some batshit crazy bastard from Buda, Texas. If that, (laughs) (laughs) I did put on quite a demonstration at uh, the Cajun Huck Fest for all the plane guys. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got Larry Daniels run off and bought one. Danny Powell run off and bought one. I'm I'm pretty sure Jason Donock will run off and bought one. I sold a couple at Mayday last year. Yeah. <laughs> More than that. Shoot. That'll be cool. I actually been asked, well, I need to make sure I can buddy box an S2. I may have to put a Spectrum set on a Goose Guy. I've been asked to make sure I have buddy box. Actually, Wayne Wagner said that. Yeah, he wants to try it real bad. Cool. So we're going to have to figure out a way of making sure we can buddy box these. I bet I know somebody who set up on JR that can buddy box. Yeah, that's true. I mean, as long as either Carrie or I have some type of buddy box system. Mine's flying on Radio Master, but I can I can try to link it to my JR and see if it'll talk to each other. Oh yeah, I forgot you're on on that. We just have to test that before Skinner's and we have to like has to be up on our list of stuff we have to get ready because i know geez as i forget people's names that i shouldn't well i mean wayne wagner's on the top of the list i want a buddy box and i'm like you know the v bar is so stinking easy to do i'm like uh you know i'll just buddy box you on a 600 and be done with it well we have the rs4 that's true. Got the RS4. Yeah. Which is stable and you can see it. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's got an extra V bar. Yeah. So that that's problem solved there. I mean, that's a 
two second click, you're done. We don't need an extra V bar. Oh, a V bar radio. Yeah, yeah, we're a trainer radio. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, Robert Evans was wanting to do it last year, and I kind of just slowed everything down and then gave it to him, and it's still all over the place, too fast type of deal. If we can't do the S two, we got the RS four, and as long as carries there with it with his classic, that's easy. Yeah, that is probably the best one to do it on. Uh huh. Is wireless and it's the same damn radio. Yep. So, perfect. This has to make sure I don't crash it. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of rates, that's something I did not change on any of the helicopters. Oh, for your one blade. Yeah. Yes. So the S2, uh, Spiegel, I forget what the settings were you gave me a long time ago when I got mine, but. It it's like turned down to like seventy percent on the rate. I don't know something like that. Yeah, and that's what I've been flying it on. So I could turn it up to a hundred, and it would probably be fine. Okay, the Goose Guy rates stay around forty to fifty max. If you start dabbling above fifty, we tried that with that guy from Louisiana that can't fly micro helicopters. Okay, what's his name? Braden. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad at Kelly's over Apache Pass last year. Jeez. Yeah, Braden. Well, they look sippy cup. That's what they call him, sippy cup. Yeah, sippy cup. Might have to get him on here. Yeah, it looks like he's about got his nitro running. So there's still a little more tweaking on the one blade. Yeah, yeah, getting a, a little more perfect balance. Uh, I just got to figure out where the issue is. I can tell you where the big issue is, Gary. <laughs> It's designed to have two rotor blades. It has one. Oh, not enough bourbon, you say? Not enough. That's it. That's it. I, I think that you need to. I think you need to offer it a shot of bourbon, and it'll forget all about the shakes. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just having it, withdrawals. It'll add enough expo that the shakes just go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Kelton Skinner, uh, make sure you got some of that apple pie moonshine coming up here in a month and a half or so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> apple pie. No, no special gasoline. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, boo. Yeah, my first try at the S2, I made that arm just a touch too long. And I had to shorten it like four millimeter or something like that. And it's gotten better. I, I just need to. I need to either shorten or lengthen it just a little bit again and try to get that CG just perfect. But it, it's close enough that the Goose Guy flight controller really doesn't care about it shaking. I mean, think about this. How many how many times is on average have you crashed that Goose Guy and not changed the blades out? And one blade's got nicks and scratches on the end of it, and you just keep flying it. But yeah, no, I liked your red, white, and blue, by the way. If anybody hadn't seen a close-up picture of it, he had the stars and stripe canopy on his goose guy with a red, white, and blue one-bladed helicopter. Yep, yep. I'm like, stick with the theme, might as well. <laughs> huh? Ooh. Well, shoot, even the SR, it, I mean, its native colors are white and blue, so it has a red, white, and blue counterbalance on it, too. 
you just stars and stripes, Carrie. We we know you. That's your favorite. <laughs> that's your favorite. And there's absolutely positively nothing wrong with that. And no, the turban will not be counterbalanced. No. <laughs> well, get it out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not happening. No, now that you brought it up, uh, <laughs> you know, well, there's three of us, so I dare you. Nope. Ain't happening. The Spiegel? No, I don't have turban. No, I, I, I realize that. Not yet. I don't have one yet. There there was one the one dare out, so we gotta get to the triple dog dare. There's three of us sitting here. Yeah. I don't like flying seven hundreds. I dare you. Oh, that's, that's, definitely that's not gonna like flying them with a five pound hammer hanging off of it. <laughs> when I show up, it's hammer time. <laughs> not good. <laughs> Not MC Hammer type <laughs> stuff. We're kind of going there, but oh yeah, you you realize that when Carrie flies that, and that's we got to play that now, right? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> MC Hammer. Yeah. So Carrie, uh, you need to because uh, now you need to take claw hammer, shrink it down, three D print it, and get your weight right where you have a claw hammer off the end of it. I wonder if there's a a uh, 3D printed hammer on Thingiverse. Just scale it down, cut the handle off of it. Could have a dick and balls hanging off of it. <laughs> That's a Greg Kenya, <laughs> Danny Powell thing. Come on. <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> oh, now you got my curiosity up. <laughs> yeah, we figure out how to get it to weigh what it needs to weigh. It wouldn't be nothing. Can it have a Houdini sign hanging off of it? Yeah. I just want to see it fly with a hammer and dick and balls. And then if it crashes, that's going to hurt. Uh, they have a climber. Oh, is that what that is? No, I'm looking at Thingiverse. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done the Thingiverse searching in a while. That's normally a work thing. Yeah, no, they uh, they have a claw hammer keychain, which would just about be perfect. That'd probably be right for the uh, S two. You could you could three D print some like lightweight PLA, little perfect size to fit in the claw hammer. <laughs> I don't know what a claw what? hammer is, but if I'm thinking what it is, that's what you drive nails in with. Oh, okay. Yeah, has that claw on the end to pull the nails. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, Angry Birds <laughs> claw thing. Bear trap. Spiegel traps. I'm glad you did that one blade helicopter thing. I think it's cool. I think it fits right up our uh, Skinner's Act. Oh, uh, yeah. That might actually work perfect. You can just take the <laughs> handle off and make the uh-huh. handle whatever size you want, and then you could scale the hammerhead. He started it. <laughs> I did. He's like, I don't want to do the work, but I'm going to mention it. I'm going to drop the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell me that wouldn't be cool, Gary. Oh, show yeah. up to Skinner's. It's it's actually all Mike's fault. He just. <laughs> Talked us into it like thinking it was our idea. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, man. No, not me. Redo the counterbalance. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Palestine. When all <laughs> the lights dim, it's because Gary fired up all his 3D printers Heck at yeah. one time. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. I just thought of. I like the extension of stuff, and then I'm thinking about the Radian. Like, yeah, we might have to do something Christmas like crazy. I've seen them uh, counterbalance airplane props too. Yeah, I don't want to do props. That's, that's kind of well. It already flies shitty enough after trying to be broken. We're gonna keep it though. I don't. It, it crashed at Hupfest. Have I flown it since I repaired it? Uh, you flew it at uh, Ice House because it didn't have a canopy no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It flew okay. I actually had to trim it a ton, but yeah, it did fly at night. I I do remember. So it is flyable at this point still. Barely. (laughs) Yeah, at this point, uh, new airframe just for parts. Well, the fuse hadn't been broken on that, has it? No, I haven't broken the fuse. I just broke both. Both wings have studded and re-glued and re-taped and I think at Huckfest, I kind of lost orientation and it was like Roger and them were next to me. They were like, I think it's going away. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of guessing now. <laughs> and then I finally got it finally coming at me. And then it just snapped and spiraled. And I think the wing broke in flight and it was already stressed. And that's why it was weirdo. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that, that poor bird hasn't been through any thing uh easy ups uh turbines <laughs> aircraft on the ground four billion feet up at night i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah 27 crashes just trying to launch it then <laughs> it finds a tree <laughs> it's been a lot of fun for 200 dollars. Yeah, we definitely got our money's worth yeah yeah we'll see if it lasts through the skinners well it probably I, won't but I think at this point we uh, almost have to make that our goal. Yeah, try to destroy it. Yeah, I know a couple of guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to break it myself. The power loops at night on the deck are just fabulous. When I get it in a good rhythm and I can bring it lower to the ground, the power loops have to happen. That is. The hurricanes and power loops are the signature move for Night Radiant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sim topic, I got burned out. I don't know if it was the COVID. I tried to sim when I had COVID some, and I kind of hit this burnout peak almost at the same time that the COVID hit because I was doing testing on the TV 40 and was my flying. I could feel like axial and I can control how it rolls and how it, which way it kind of flips during the axial, depending on timing and working on lefts. My lefts are coming in, the skids in, like everything's coming in. And I didn't want to practice stuff with the DB40, but I felt myself kind of doing practice stuff like that, especially axial, like playing with stops and how fast I can like pyro, but off off tilt stuff like off axis alt tilt stuff 
everything I'm trying to do is not what you see normally. I'm trying to work on my own style and my own kind of rhythm and flow with some of the stuff I know I'm missing. And I sim so hard back to back, like hours of simming back to back to back working on stuff. And I think I got burned out. I was kind of worried. I was like, crap, how am I going to recover from this? Like, so I think the COVID hurt a lot and made that really settle in where I kind of was done with the hobby during that time. Like I wasn't building stuff. I wasn't assembling. I wasn't even looking at stuff online. I was just watching TV, sleeping, medicine, TV, sleeping. So I think that has a lot to do with it, but I was kind of worried about that was moved myself into super burnout, even getting excited about podcasts and doing the hobby stuff started being a little bit of a challenge. But I think taking a break for two weeks like that actually helped me kind of realize how far I've come and I still got a ways to go. I realized that I'm still scared to do some of the stuff I've been working so hard on in real life. So I need to work harder at that transition because I feel like I'm in that period where I've got you know, a month and a half now till I have to be at Skinner's and I need to be able to control my flights with making them weird and different, but still showing, controlling, having it. Because when I fly, I want to be way in the box, like not on the edge of my flying skills, but knowing I have, I'm not guessing all of this is within every flight I do is how I want it to feel. And I have more work to do, I notice now. And the little burnout pause kind of helped that. Yeah. I, uh, somebody needs to go in while I'm thinking about it and update the fun flies because I forgot. There's one in there that we need to add that I need to try to figure out how to go to this year. I'm in it and we can do it now because that was next for yeah. events. Yeah. Uh, dates for Superfly up in uh, Lindsay, Oklahoma is going to be or yes Lindsay, uh september the 26th through the 29th okay we'll have to update the the location and all that for show notes yeah i think it's in Lindsay, ain't that where's that yes yeah. it is in Lindsay, oklahoma they pretty much have the whole airport the city is a major contributor they were moving this event around different spots in the texas oklahoma area and Lindsay, Oklahoma, and the town has reached out and helped them with kind of whatever they need. They've opened their arms and the city's involved. This is a major event that we actually have a city involved that's helping out and being a part of it. They shut the whole airport down. Like it's a major thing. So we need to support it. Yeah, they even started an AMA club. Uh, just so they could do the Freya stuff and all that other crap. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're trying real hard to do this right. And uh, I have not got to make it yet. Yeah, and I haven't contributed either. I plan on being there this year, which means uh, Abilene needs to hurry up and post a date because if that's... Yeah, and please don't put it on top of that one. <laughs> no, no. Try to schedule the fun flies around our schedule <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah we shouldn't be saying that 
Yeah. Uh, there's another one that I was kind of worried about, but uh, I think they finally announced the dates on that, and that's Johnson County Flyers. Uh, they're hotter than heli. Uh, I think they're doing it like May the 6th, somewhere in that ballpark, which is probably going to put it right on top of May Day. It is. But if people can't travel, you know, there's a local Dallas area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if you can't travel, you can't get off till Saturday or something. And you don't want to drive all the way in six hours to Louisiana. There's, you know, there's one local for all the Dallas crew. Yeah. You can probably make two of these. I don't know if you're going to Skinner's, but. I'll have to double check. It may be a little later than that. I think it's two weeks before Austin Heli Bash. So it may be. That was the one we were confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hotter than heli. I think it's like the the eleventh or something, but I'll I'll check it. I think it's two weeks before ours. Okay, so we have Fly the River April fourth through the seventh in Oscar, Oklahoma. That I will be attending. Bar any national disasters. Yeah, we're all making that one, right? I put vacation in for it, so I already got mine approved. We know where there'll be an RV eight. <laughs> as long as you aren't wearing no golden thongs, I'll be up to the other end. <laughs> May Day, I'm going to be going to. I bet you that's May the fourth and the and the fifth. I mean, that's it's always like the first weekend of May, and that's what that is. But that's again, that's guessing. Let me look real quick because Larks Field. I can spell Larks right. L A R. K. <laughs> I don't know how it's spelled. I'm looking for it. There's Gail Line. That when Danny was there, that was the last time before when I went. There it is. Larks RC. They posted the Warbirds, the Jet Rally. Yeah, I don't see anything. I will. I will reach out and get that done but unless this is a uh, different it shows on their site uh may 3rd and 4th which i don't know if that's from last year or what but that's what it shows i just sent a message to somebody you might be correct that would be that would be the first week in the third and fourth so if i was a bet man we'd say third and fourth mm-hmm. i will be attending so I have to fix everything from Skinner's till May Day. So I have three weeks. <laughs> and I kind of said I was going to full send the Nimbus. Um, so I'm going to have to make another set of blades. <laughs> we'll see how. I'll probably crash it. But I have a month to rebuild it before May Day. Or maybe it'll just be an epically low flight. And I'll be super happy. The Golden Triangle. Again, that is April 6th. The previous mentioned podcast was incorrect. I apologize. That's in Grand Prairie, Texas. So that's another one right there south of Dallas. So you guys have two events locally, which is going to be awesome. April 6th and kind of around May 6th. So Mm -hmm. lots of stuff in that area. So you guys please take pictures and post them and let me know and I can share it. The Austin Heli Bash. I am working on flyer. We already have those dates are wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. These are yeah, May 23rd through the 26th. Yeah, I had to fix that in multiple places. A little bit of a scheduling, trying to get stuff figured out exactly, but it is sanctioned. Uh, we already have sponsors on board. KST is already on board and rcbatteries.com on board. Thank you, Bob. They're always first up, ready to help out and let us know. Bob did say that Goose Guy will be a sponsor also. He doesn't know at what capacity yet, but he did say he will reach out to them and make sure that they will be involved as a sponsor. Oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, for us to do kind of what we wanted to do, all the money that we had set up for Helis over Apache Pass, you know, there's a couple of people that we would love to get back here, but we could use some help making it happen. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get Ben back. We are taking donations. This is a one-time bucket type of thing that goes towards getting sponsor pilots to come to events where we are located. Um, anything helps five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, just to try and get that going. I mean, I've already talked to Ben. He, he definitely is, is all game, but it's just trying to get the logistics worked out. Yeah. So. That show make the event fun. Oh Yeah talking about it and he's like have i been there before and i said oh yeah i mean there's video of you and jamie drag racing (laughs) yeah that was the epic epic video oh yeah okay so the email that we have set up that we kind of use for getting sponsor pilots and donations if we have some local guys that want to see sponsor pilots and they're willing to donate four or five bucks or ten bucks it goes to flying Jamie out here and trying to get him room and board and stuff like that. The room and board is kind of the big deal this year and who knows on plane tickets. So we take donations for this. It's not required. Like I've had people ask for the money back and I have no problem. I gave it back because we kind of switched it from Apache pass stuff over to the Arca club promotion to events that we go to it is texas heli group at gmail.com and that's t-e-x-a-s-h-e-l-i-g-r-o-u-p jeez i can't even spell when i'm reading it texas heli group jeez he didn't teach us english in mission valley uh, i'm gonna say this but you know that's a full accountability we're not gonna hide where any of that money goes yeah, if anybody asks, it's a separate PayPal. I've donated to it. Mike's donated to it. We kind of throw $20 in there if we're, you know, we get a big check or, you know, we have extra money in our checking account. And, or, you know, you go buy something that's stupid. That's kind of what we send it to. And anybody that donates is willing to see all of the paperwork and anything we use it for. We haven't used it for anything yet, but. <laughs> yeah. When we do, we'll document what we use it for. And if anybody questions, I have no problem sharing the file and the passwords and emails and everything to you. Spreadsheet for it. Yeah, yeah. That just make it super easy. We could just share the spreadsheet and Yeah, I don't have a tab on here yet for it, but we can do that easy. 
as it gets closer to the event. If anybody wants to ask, I let you know where all the money going and where it goes and where it doesn't go. <laughs> 100% transparency, not hiding nothing. The Abilene date to be determined. I'm going to do the guessing game again because it's always, pretty much always, the second week of September, which it would put it on the 13th and the 14th of September is is going to be my guess. We'll see if he wins the game show. Okay. Bobby Sellers Memorial is April 20th. Johnson City Flyers. Another one up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So that's three events for the Dallas Crews. Superfly September 26th to 29th. Mm-hmm. I think that before we know it, because I mean, there's some strong, strong pilots and great folks up in the Dallas area. And you said this last time that we were on, but uh, I think somebody's going to wake up one day and go, uh, where do all these people from Dallas come from? <laughs> yeah. Luckily, looks like they're all going to be able to come down to our event. And I love watching that. I like watching the Houston and the Dallas crews and because they all have their own flying styles. Mm-hmm. Mr. Baby Gap and all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to say one thing. I can't say nothing for Dallas, but I know Houston has at least one RC helicopter only club. And I would think they ought to host an event. Yes. And I haven't heard anything. My daughter's going to go to grad school in Galveston. So I know there's a club in Pleasanton or something down south. Uh, Rosenberg. Yeah. Southwest uh, Houston. I might have reason to go visit my Houston brothers. Uh, is it Diego that flies there too? Uh, Diego and uh, Tim Markham and Simon and yeah. 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 They fly in too. What's Baby Gap's name? He actually went to RCHO last year. I wonder if he's going to go back or if he went back. You've lost me. The guy that flies with Diego, the really aggressive. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, the insurance man. Yeah. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he went all the way to RCHO last year. Yeah, he he doesn't say a whole lot. No. He's super, super nice guy, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but he's very quiet. Kind of. We'll sneak up there and you don't even realize he's been there for 45 minutes. You know, it's like, oh, shit, where'd you come from? I've been here. <laughs> you learn a lot when you're quiet. <laughs> Maybe that's my <laughs> malfunction because I don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> been trying to teach my wife that sometimes listening is the best conversation starter. What? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know how that goes, Beagle. Yeah. If you keep on, just let us know what hospitals send flyers to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What have we watched list? I saw. I wish I knew the lady's name. I'm going to butcher it up. Uh, there's a Nimbus unboxing video with the. I'm going to have to click on it or it's going to be horrible. Is that the Raquel video? No. Uh, 
Alicio Romero. Hmm. She's on RC Helicopter Hub. They have their own channel and they have an unboxing video on the Nimbus. She's done other like content related stuff and like they have a lot of stuff. She has like different tutorial movies, movies or videos. Like she has it on the Goose Guy S1. Like she's putting content out there helicopter related. And this is a younger generation of our hobby. And I've been kind of asked by Mark Self to try to come up a way or to do an episode on how to get how what we should possibly try or to do or brainstorming on younger people in the hobby and also women in the hobby. He sent me a message last night. He's like, I know Super Bowl for me because uh, Tracy and a couple of the gals that fly out in Florida, they've been trying to get together once or twice a week and sim together like we do. I want to get her on and I want to see if I can get this lady on that's doing these videos and just kind of have a whole like you know, open women thoughts. I mean, they're going to talk shit about like how we treat them and then some, some of the adversities and overcomings that yeah, maybe that's a good way to do it is bring, bring a younger kid on like sippy cup. I mean, I know he's not younger, but I'm trying to think of like a, the youngest RC helicopter pilot that I know, or find a really young pilot and see what their honest opinions, you know, they could say open and honest stuff. I mean, Mm-hmm. if they wanted to uh, you know i kind of like the idea of getting like tracy and uh uh gina and i'm trying to remember gina's friend's name but i can't raquel i mean there's a whole i'm not saying they should create a podcast but you know i might know a couple people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that screwed up just as much but we definitely can open this avenue up for them if they want to do mm-hmm you know, get out there and, and actually talk and, you know, go from there. You know, what I've been watching, which is not heli related, is Rami RC. Yeah, have y'all watched him building that friggin' C-17? Hold on. Hold on. We have to make sure we can't bring Ethan on to be a kid. That would be... His girlfriend sent me a message and said he can't be doing podcasts without her permission, so... Ethan said he can't do it, so we have to find a different kid. Maybe Jake. Yeah, I don't know if we can handle that many rabbits in one show. Oh, my gosh. He actually has a Facebook account, so if anybody wants to know Ethan, I don't know how Facebook Sherry Simon, but Ethan is online. If you know the Ethan we talk about, that's a fun fly kid. He likes to send audio messages. I don't know if that's a kid thing nowadays, like. Well, they can say what they want to, and you can't talk back. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Anyway. If y'all haven't watched that, that guy's building a, for Tyler Perry, a C-17 Globemaster, Globetrotter, or Globe something. It's friggin' massive. We're going to need the link for this. Uh, hold on, and I'll get it for you. He's taxiing this thing up and down Tyler Perry's private RC airfield, and he's riding it. He has some jets. I've watched some videos on like his whole jet collection. Like they have, it's actually, I want to have a big airliner. I want to 3d print a big airliner that was on my list that I kind of decided 
but then you could buy the FMS one that's kind of already foam and it saves a bunch of that work. But I like those massive airliners that he, the turbines, it's just amazing. Yeah, he's been converting everything to uh, electric. I just posted the link on our group. Okay. But I mean, uh, you know, the, he, he's literally riding on the top of a RC airplane taxiing this silly thing. I think if he cut a hole in it, he could sit down and fly it. Is that big? Okay. So, so the header on eBay is the actual person that posted it is Rami RC, R A M Y R C. And the header for this YouTube video is ready for the first flight, comma, space, six meter C 17 Globemaster RC airplane is the header so you guys can search google and it should pull that up for you oh yeah no i mean watching that guy build of course you know when you're working for tyler perry who money's no object he literally has a cnc machine that he cnc'd the foam out and uh, then they carboned the cnc inside and outside yeah but it just don't touch nothing to my brother we just can't be talking about this without Talking about our own brother that ain't got a million dollars. Oh, the other white guy? Yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my shirt. <laughs> but now his B-17. Jason Hill has been doing epic work. Like we're going to make. We're going to make it like a trophy or I'm going to make an award. Like that's a, that's a B one in it. The B one or B seventeen. All I know is it's freaking huge. It's just ginormous. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be able to bring it to Skinner. So Jason Hill has this humongous bomber, and it's got, I think it's like eight or sixteen motors. Listen to the bits and pieces podcast, but it is epic hands down the craftsmanship the thought and the process of the building skills and the the imagination of how to fix problems and the problem solving i've built 3d print airplanes which is just push a button there's no design there's it is fabulous to go look at he hasn't made it through the painting but it has flown and an epic Hands down, where you talk about, you know, Tyler Perry, he's got thousands of dollars. You know, he can do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to fly Ramy in from Germany and, and spend all the time, it's a B 52. It's not a B 52, is it? B 25? No, it's, it's B 52, I thought it was prop. This is, this is Jets or EDF. Anyway, Jason Hill. Has tip of my hat craftsmanship of the year 2023. Like that's for what he did last year and what he accomplished with that build. He has the award for 2023 custom build. Oh, yeah. And it is a B52 because I'm looking at where he's building the main landing gear doors because he's doing his own carbon wraps and it looks like he 3D printed bucks and he's. He's doing it. Yeah. 
I didn't know it had flown already. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had an emergency landing, lost uh, the motor. They had a full shutdown for like 10 seconds, and then it came back on. Wow. Yeah, so he he actually did a downwind emergency landing course there at Lindsay, so they got lots and lots of runway, but... Uh, and lots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll make fun of him just a little bit, and this is not nothing that I didn't say to him, and uh, one of the other bits and pieces guy... Uh, you're building this big, giant, beautiful bird, and you spend all this time and ever energy and whatever else, and you order cheap ass off brand speed controls. Uh, of course, I believe that he has rectified all that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you got to get that many of them, you got to cut corners somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but that might not be where you want to cut corners. Yeah. This is a factual statement. Yeah. Just my hats off to them. Okay, I haven't bought anything. Anybody want Oxy 3? Please get a hold of me before I dig a hole and dump it. They get rid of the Oxy 3 stuff. I don't even I don't even feel like it's worthy of full sending it at night, but we'll see. Yeah, every time we talk about doing the full send thing. Uh, it always ends up going, eh, maybe not. Well, unless it's hit the stick. Mm. We could play hit the stick with Oxy 3s. I got one. You got a couple. Carrie got one. It was pretty full send with the Huckfest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know none of you guys were there. Roger and then no. Other podcasts are out there there was a new one that's gonna start i don't remember the name hold on we'll get it before i get out of here i'll try to find it there's a brand new one it just barely leaked like a youtube video or ebay or something so rotor revolution which are all on all of the platforms uh nick alex brian kenny Nuts and Bolts RC podcast with I don't know if they're going to change that to the swoosh <laughs> the swoosh podcast. Honest to God, I think they should just change it to bits and pieces and be done with it. <laughs> Matt Clay, Jason, and sometimes Casey. Yeah, I actually saw Casey post on Scrap Pile this afternoon. I haven't heard anything from. Him. I was a little worried. I think Casey's the new Kenny. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not good. There were a ration of crap been given to the scrap pile this afternoon. Oh, yeah. I saw Carrie Brooks saying, uh, last episode was a year ago. Get off your asses. <laughs> <laughs> they actually still have it, so you can play it. Uh, skids Up with Frank Javier Darren. And Telerotor with Rich Michael, Robert, Mike, and Cliff. Oh, that's that's who had it. Um <sighs> His name's going to jump out of my head. The one that you was on Telerotor with the motorcycle. Are you talking about Steve? No. Oh. They had the crappy internet that lived at the field in the RV. Mike DePaulo. No, it's not Mike DePaulo. Yeah. He, he, he was in the like race races and stuff. Oh. Like he was, he was the, had all the setup and all that stuff. Uh. Mike Sobey. 
Mike Sobey's on it. So Mike Sobey has a podcast where it's anything RC. I believe it is something like that that's going to come out. I mean, I don't know what Sobey's been doing since podcast stuff, but Mike Sobey's on it. Cool. So a new one maybe to listen to that might have kind of everything. Hmm. Boats or it's supposed to be anything. So we'll see. The Heliheads with Kevin, Daniel, Chris, and Chris. RC Element with Todd. Maximum Collective with Greg, Gregor, and Steve. They've put a couple out. Um, Bill Ann stuff, TikTok show. I saw a video that they put out. I haven't seen any Bill Ann stuff lately. I saw one that was an epic flight. I think that was before I got COVID. I can only remember what it was exactly. Other podcasts, RCHNV3, you can still play. I tested it. I believe Free For All, you can still play, and the Scrap Pile are still playable. All the other ones are gone and not playable, so I can't really mention them to you. Yeah, I sent Alex Dean a message, and I'm like, wow, I got to mention. And then I listened to it. Oh, wow, yay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just the other guy. I can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to hurt your feelings. But me and me and Spiegel and Carrie got mentioned in the other guy. But I'm like, wow, yeah. wow, I, I made Rotor Revolution. And, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, maybe not the way I wanted to be on there. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I was getting in my COVID and my brain was really in a super negative, like yell at everybody type of mode my mileage was different <laughs> but all in good fun no big deal oh yeah yeah no no yeah no feelings hurt i know you're available on every platform now including podbean uh, yeah <laughs> just want to make sure they are available on podbean you know how podbean is if you don't spell it exactly correctly you don't get it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> Their search tool is not very well. Yeah. I need to get off of the Pandora platform and some stuff. And I've slowly been trying to come back to the 21st century with listening to uh, different media. What's it called? I don't even know what a damn thing's called. Not Pandora. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. I finally have a Spotify account. So. I'm in the 21st century. We'll see if I catch up. Well, I was looking because if I remember right, I know Alex and Doug, the YouTube thing also. Mm-hmm. I was looking for it because they put out some. Uh, so they did a quick draw pipe. They've done. Yeah, they do. There's a whole like install on that brand new one that they got. Like, dude, you're supposed to be doing tests mm-hmm. on this week, like flight flight tests. Alex does more than just a podcast. They do put out some YouTube stuff and those guys are a wealth of knowledge. So yeah. No, don't let Alex fool you. The boy can fly. I got a long way to go to catch him. <laughs> you want to see an amazing night flight? Yes. Watch him break out his uh his raw seven hundred knot yes. machine that's got the Arduino board that's programmed to the songs and yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. If you're going to an event, you need to ask if Alex is going to be there. Yes. <laughs> I've got the video of that flat on my YouTube channel. Oh, uh, nice. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how many hours, but, you know, it was a bunch. Yeah. So my tip of my hat 
I know the time it takes to build a night helicopter. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I do too. Anybody's like tip a cap and you see something like Ben Stork did or Alex have done and the trying to time it to all the music and that it is tip of my hat. Yeah, I'd like no. to learn. I'd yeah. like to learn one day if we have time. <laughs> Please teach me, Alex. <laughs> I'll be, build you a cheap, whatever color set of night blades you want. <laughs> oh, wait, you yeah. already do all that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wrapping it up here. I think that's about it on me. Oh, I meant to mention it. My band, we are opening for Shenandoah. Oh, stepping up there. Oh, wow. So that's what it star was. Uh, I guess it's a whole band, so. Huh. Cool. Yeah, the other thing I can say to finish it all off is you know we are podcasts and we are voice of the community and we might want to start acting more professional i've tried to clean up our act on this end mm-hmm. there's not been near as many uh curse words dropped today we need to look in the mirror sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. these podcasts need to be professional we need to act like adults sometimes some of them I know scrap pile and gets out of hand and bits and pieces and we get out of hand sometimes, but sometimes we need to have a little little check and look in the mirror. Oh yeah. That's all I'm asking. We've done the same thing on here. Let's keep it clean. So that's all I'm asking. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. We will try our best. If I offend you, please let me know so I can stop doing it (laughs) sorry casey but you're not on that list you don't get it don't don't count don't yeah yeah (laughs) that's the whole thing is this hobby we have to be inclusive not exclusive everybody not that long goes running around hollering how you know my hobby's dying and you know we kind of talked about this real early on and now we have how many brand new 700 size helis is out this year. And now everybody went from the hobbies dying to bitching because everybody's trying to steal for, yeah, no, I mean, I think I've did really good last year going to plane events and promoting that section that everybody's kind of missing is I've single-handedly have more people flying. Oh yeah. Because I went to airplane events and, you know, Chase Ducier sitting back there just, you know, Nobody cares and trying to hit each other with foamies and helis and flying, you know, showing that we can live together and we can prosper and we can make this a positive thing. I mean, I, I did get the cold shoulder from a couple, but yeah. you know, when you're sitting there hanging out with Jace Ducier and some of the top pros in the world and you know, you're just regular people talking back and forth and they ask those say the same thing they're trying to figure out how they can help to grow the hobby yep i think that uh mark roddy richard spiegel tandem has to happen again this year oh yeah that's that's definitely <laughs> that's definitely gonna be part of oh, yeah. that's, that's definitely part part of the act i i guarantee you it, yeah. it's already it's already written i don't know what act it's gonna be but it's gonna be part of one of the acts for sure yeah. Just need to get him to hover in the center of the funnel. Yes. 
weird. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, I don't think him hovering in the center of the funnel was the malfunction. I think it's the guy who can't do a funnel was the malfunction. Oh, I think I've resolved that issue. <laughs> it's going to get real tight. I can, all I can say, it's going to get uh, real tight around there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's we might have to throw a hundred dollars down on, you know, I apologize. <laughs> Right. I'm not picking up the phone. <laughs> well, I happen to I happen to know where a what should be a decent little foam plane to do that with is setting that. We just yeah. gotta we gotta set it up and fly it. Just right over my right shoulder. It's yep. set up. I just gotta figure out what size battery we need to put on it. The setup's done. Yeah, we just need to. You didn't put Expo in it, did you? One hundred percent. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Mike. Don't worry about it. Here, all right, we're all launch it. The battery's on. The throttle holds here. Here you go. Let's let's go. You'll figure okay. it out along the way. Okay. All right. And all up right. is down, and down is up. <laughs> left is right, and right is left, and oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> just gotta find another person with a jetty around there, and I can do some wireless bullshit and really mess with you. Yeah, you walk out and. So Spiegel hands you the radio, just turn the radio upside down. So that's the only way it's going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you never know. Your antenna is yeah. pointing towards you. Yeah. It's good. It's Trust me. It's going to be that kind of party. <laughs> I guarantee it. I'm going to have, it's going to be so fun. I'm so like, it's, I'm starting to get the mojo back. It's starting to get there. I might have to work on some writing skills here in a while, but oh, the mojo's yeah. coming back. Like it's, I'm starting to feel it. The hobby and the, the events and then to have the fun and meet people that I haven't seen in a year. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm coming for you, Braden. You better have it ready. Yeah. And of course, Braden, messing around. I think Braden, all he likes is his written to get his private. So next time we show up, Braden be landing in his God. I hope he doesn't fly an airplane. Like he flies a helicopter. They gave him a license, I guess. <laughs> Well, you know, I can speak from experience. That don't take much. <laughs> you must have had that little baby seat with the cup holders so you could reach the pedals. Dallas phone book. Yeah. How, how many phone books did it take him to get his pilot's license? <laughs> Do they even still print those? No, I'm trying to remember. Uh, You're going to need a thousand of them now to make it to, to, to what you need. It's more of like a paperback novel that my dad had. Yeah, Braden walking down the, the tarmac and you hear this click, 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 click. What the hell is that? And you look around and it's this guy standing on freaking four by fours, duct taped to his shoes. Well, what the hell is wrong with you? So I can reach the rudder pedal, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I need a booster seat so I can see over the yoke. <laughs> I'm happy for him getting his father's license. That's all. I'm done. Stay in the box. Don't escape. Um, my contacts are Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Don't send me a message there, please. <laughs> That's where we post messages. If you need it, send me messages. It's Houdini RC Heli at gmail.com or Facebook me, Richard RC Spiegel on Facebook. Guinea is rcnuts at gmail.com. Uh, I'm rc-taz at hotmail.com or you can find me uh, on Facebook just Mike Westbrook so I'm one of the admins for RC Heli so I'm generally easy to get a hold of I'm Carrie Snyder you can reach me at Carrie Snyder at Yahoo 
or Carrie Snyder442 on YouTube. And I'm Terry Music, tmusic618 at gmail.com. Now, you know, we tried to do that for you last week, uh, last time, and none of us could just pull it out. Oh. <laughs> this is Terry Music at. <laughs> uh, really? Like, we were so close. Yeah, we were close. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, donations, just in case anybody does want to chip in to, to fly Ben in, uh, Texas Heli Group at gmail.com. Perfect. Stand a box, don't escape, have fun, fly safe. All right, guys. Grow the hobby. Not be positivity. I just I just found out I'm rich, guys. Wow. We can we can we can quit the podcast now and I can drive to your house. Yeah, yeah I just found out that if I give them $150 for the debit card, they give me <laughs> 36.5 million dollars. <laughs> I don't understand, but I mean if if we're 35 million dollars, you let me know and we could stop this and I'm going to head up and <laughs> check, check, check the check our our messenger group. Sound like you just bet a hundred and fifty dollar. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a scam, Mike. <laughs> well, you know, you can always dream, but yeah, just don't be like my grandma that sent all her money inside of books to somebody over in the other world. Yeah, no, I'm like, uh. I think you got the wrong sucker here. I mean, <laughs> boy, they sent a long one, didn't they? Oh yeah, you know, all we need is your name, address, date of birth, social security number, what airport you uh-huh. live close by, and oh yeah, bank account number, yeah, and one hundred and fifty dollars, and we'll just draft that. You just send us the number, and we'll take care of that ourselves. Yeah, they are trying really hard nowadays. <laughs> yeah, some. Uh, at least it was from Uganda this time, not not someplace in Nigeria, Nigerian prince or something. And there are a lot of, we'll call it team people right now pushing brand helicopter X, Y, or Z. Somebody's got a lot of feedback right now. Just, just let you guys know. Yeah, I don't hear it. Oh, okay. Sound like a train horn. It's like, it sounds like feedback, but. I have a train over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do have a train coming to Buda. It won't last long because they normally do about 100 miles an hour. And it really doesn't care. Mic check. And it really doesn't care. Mic nope. check. Mic check. No checks, just cash. <laughs> uh, I, 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 personally, I take Zelle. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just wrong. I'm trying to get that heat email yeah 100% I'm going through last Terry will have to cut all this that's no big deal oh yeah it's good outtake stuff yeah what is it yeah what is it a Texas heli group yeah trying to make 100% before I say wrong shit
I, I'm almost positive that's what it is. I have it. Carrie, we have a plan. He gone. Carrie's gone? Yep. Oh. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. We're almost done anyway. Lost internet. Uh, we had him for way too long. Yeah, Starlink must have moved the satellite. <laughs> so. <laughs> he was talking all that jazz last week about it being <laughs> so much faster and all this stuff. <laughs> It is as long as you got the as long as you got the beam pointed the right direction. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, wait, I heard Carrie laugh. Yeah, he back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. Cool. Must have got the next satellite in orbit. <laughs> well, my phone wouldn't even lost even uh, network on my phone even, so I couldn't even hotspot in. All right, guys, I will. See you guys later. Are we jumping off now? I guess. <laughs> those, those two guys got to get up and go to work. Carrie has to oh, get yeah. up at the butt crack of dawn. My bad. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Bye-bye.